Let's talk about something that affects all of us ladies, hormones. Because let's face it, when your hormones are out of whack, life can feel like a roller coaster. Well, say hello to Hormone Harmony, the ultimate solution for women of all ages seeking balance, crafted by Happy Mammoth. But what sets Hormone Harmony apart? Well, it's not just another supplement. Happy Mammoth, the company behind Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. Plus, Hormone Harmony contains science-backed adaptogens that help your body adapt to hormonal changes, ensuring you feel like yourself again. Hormone Harmony is an all-in-one hormonal balancing solution designed for women of all ages. So whether you're in your 20s dealing with PMS or in your 40s and beyond facing menopause, Hormone Harmony has got you covered. For a limited time, you can take 15% off your first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BLACKGIRLFLOW at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLACKGIRLFLOW for 15% off your order today. Welcome to the Black Girl Flow Podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex, two 20-something-year-old Black girls working every day to be in flow. And we want you along this journey with us. Hey everyone and welcome back to the Black Girl Flow podcast. We are so happy to have you guys join us for yet another episode. We are still in Libra season, okay? I don't know how Libra season has been for y'all, but for me, it's actually been pretty good. I just think I personally like the month of October. Yeah. October is one of the best months out of the year. So I I feel like good fortune usually comes. It's either actually, when I think about the past, it's like either October is the best month ever or or it's dragging me. So this year, it's been a really good month for me. Is it like every other one? So if you have a good one this year, then next year's October might be a little brutal for you. You know, I haven't necessarily been counting, but I hope that (laughs) all Octobers in the future bring abundance, not only me, but everyone in our community. I feel that. What's your pulse check looking like, girl? Um, we in this. Mm, yeah yeah I might have had my version of a breakdown to you (laughs) it didn't involve tears or anything of that sort right but Olivia came home one night and I was just solemnly sitting on the couch yeah I was just like I think my version of a breakdown is starting to like name all of these theories in life Mm, that I have yeah and sometimes you get a little glimpse of them but it's y'all. hilarious. It's actually more of like a comedy show than a breakdown. <laughs> Tell me it's, just, it's just you like literally saying a bunch of like relatable things. Like y'all, she was literally like, I just don't understand why older generations think we're so soft. Like I literally feel like I got robbed. Like we all got robbed, but you don't got nothing to show for it. And everyone's like, yo, where, where are all of your things? And you're like, I just got robbed. And it's just like relatable, funny comment. Yeah. I'm just like, I didn't, I didn't even consider that a breakdown. 
Yeah, that's my version of breakdown is being able to get out all of those just like gripes and mm-hmm. just like, woe is me and no solutions. Like I get to be as radical of like yeah. we're packing up. I think for the past couple of weeks, I've been joking with Olivia and every time I leave the house, I'm like, I'm moving to Mexico. Pack your yeah. bags. See yeah. you there. And it's like that is definitely an indicator of like. Stress. I'm over it. <laughs> I'm not just stressed. I'm over it. That's honestly yeah. it. And like, not in a bad way of the, like the walls are caving in yeah. just in the way that's like when the alarm goes off and you're just like, Ugh. yeah, it's Ugh. rough. I think again, and that's why I think it's so cool that like we've dedicated our platform to kind of talking about the gripes of adulthood because the more like stats that come out about, our generation having to struggle to build wealth and like <laughs> the world have, struggle ending, to have partners struggle, struggle to for make every ends yes in every single like department of life it's just nice to like have other people kind of recognizing and like going through it too and to really be able to see it for what it is because mm-hmm. i think we have a lot of conversations where it's like are we the only ones who see it this way? Like, yeah. are we genuinely like, please tell me I'm not the first person that's bringing up the importance of work-life balance. Yeah. The first person who's saying no to something. Like, I think what's important is that like, we're also building community that makes us not feel alone in all yeah. that, which is why it's like, it's good to be able to like gripe and be like, yo, like life is just so blood right now, but yeah. not in a way that's like, I'm not going to come out of this or this isn't temporary. And I think that's another really big part of what we're building too, is just yeah. being truth tellers. Tell it like it yeah, is. Yeah, I feel like for my pulse check, I feel like the reason why October has been better to me this year is kind of, still kind of connecting to like me being over it, but realizing <laughs> that when it comes to my life, like I have the choice to do whatever I want with it. So like for a while, I kind of felt like, all right, I needed to follow this trajectory But now I'm like, wait, like, I don't want to waste my life. So I've been making connections and like meeting other people that are interested in what I'm interested in. So that's kind of like the high of October. But I'm still in the like, yo, I am freaking pocket watching my account (laughs) all the time. Like I need I need financial help. I need need 30 bands right fucking now, bro. Like. (laughs) It's so Y'all serious. Y'all see Olivia and I's text messages. It's just be like, yo, send me money. Literally. <laughs> it's like, yo, send me money right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I'm going to, there's going to be a book. Don't worry, guys. I'll text, <laughs> I'll post our iMessages and we can all just have a kiki. But yeah, that's, that's how life is going. You know what's been keeping me through it? What? Our friend dates. Ah. Oh. Yes, it's so it's so weird. Like y'all, me and Lexi, like okay, we're not only roommates, we're not only best friends, we're not only like business partners, but like we're also low key married. Like it's kind of crazy. <laughs> With three kids. With three kids, like you know when people are like, oh, we have to make time for you know each other because the kids end up taking so much of our time and da 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 da. And you just kind of realize like, okay, we have to apply that same metric to our friendship. Exactly. So, but it's been a treat. It's been really fun getting to like be intentional, try and find new spots, new yeah. things, and like go and do that. 
10 out of 10 would recommend. Agreed. Retweet. But this means, and I think October with the vibe that you've set of it being kind of this like in between, but like pretty good kind of month or time of the year. I think that segues us perfectly into the episode today, which is really thinking about like the art of chill and Mm -hmm. the art of being unbothered by your circumstances, which is a little bit of like the vibe that I'm coming with of just like, yeah, honestly, all of this is for the birds, but we just going to keep it pushing. Right. And we kind of want to dive into the nitty gritty of what that really means so that we can give other people tools of how to keep their calm, cool, and collected. And not in the like, we're suppressing our emotions kind of way, but the we're so grounded in who we are and what we're about that we're not going to let these other external factors in dictate how we're going to feel about ourselves or our day to day. So I perfectly segues us into the conversation. Yeah. I think for me, I've had quite a journey when it comes to <laughs> speak on it, understanding how to not be bothered by others. And I think one of my biggest fears is being like misunderstood by like the world, but especially like my close friends. Um, and so I have really had to kind of meditate and do the inner work to figure out like why certain things push my buttons and why I like react certain ways to things. Cause when you think about the celebrities, even that are kind of terrorizing our Twitter timeline right now, (laughs) Nicki Minaj, even though I I am a Barb, Barb's don't come (laughs) from me. Actually, I don't know. She'd been kind of embarrassing us lately, but she, she's someone that you can always count on. Like, sharing her opinion and doing all of this stuff and it ends up making her look worse because you as as an icon as a as a legend like you have to have this certain like composure to yourself and I aim to kind of be that person that has a certain level of composure where I'm not like having to clap back to every single thing mm-hmm. that comes my way yeah And I feel like there's a story a little bit baked into that Mm -hmm. recently of just even thinking about not just how we're perceived to other people Mm -hmm. like externally, like in our jobs. Like, honestly, let's be like 100. You interact with a hell of people on a day to day basis. And a lot of us, just the way we process information is making fast, quick judgments and decisions on people without even thinking about it. Like it's genuinely happening on an unconscious level. So I think, you know, we can even dissect of like all of the different layers at which that perception and like what it takes and what it costs to care what other people think from all those different vantage points and to what it means when it's like really your inner circle and like the weight that that carries to. Yeah. But it's so interesting for me because, bruh, I'd be chilling. <laughs> yeah, you're like the queen of chill. I have definitely made it a part of my personality to try and be chill. But I think for me, that has been really important for me to center that because I know how not chill I can be. Mm. And I know how exhausting it is. And I just don't want to live an exhausted life. And I think ever since I just made that decision to be like, we're stepping into a lifestyle of like, I usually joke and I'm like, if you don't pay my bills, like your opinion really doesn't matter to me. But if you want to run me a check, like I'll ask you what I think. Yeah. But most of the time it's like, no, no, no. Like I'm chilling. I'm just doing what I need to do. And I think sometimes that's gotten me in trouble, but a lot of other times it's really kept me grounded and like level headed when like shit's really hitting the fan. What do you feel like you've done to get to that place of like 
man, I don't care if you're not paying my bills. Like <laughs> you, you don't have an opinion on my life. Um, I think it came after a lot. I think again, it's come from a lot of giving people that value and opinion on my life and realizing that like they typically don't even stick around long enough to see it actually play Mm. out. So it's like when you see, it's not even that I have to see the value of what being chill is. I just have to see the lack of value, putting my perception and my value in the hands of somebody else to know that like that shit ain't it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, I think I went through that a lot transformatively when I was in undergrad, just because I was like, very much not taking a traditional path and everybody had an opinion on it. Mm -hmm. And I knew the way I was going to set up my success was believing in myself and just like knowing that as long as I knew why I was doing my thing, then that was all that mattered. And Mm -hmm. I could lean on that. And, you know, we had our episode last week on our purpose and like really sitting in that. But I think once I could live into that and just be like, no, I, I know. And the only person that has to pay for these actions is me then the opinion and thought of other people, yes, still important to me, especially those closest to me. But by and large, it's like, well, you don't really pay my bills. So Mm. you don't really get to care. And that's not on some apathetic things. That's just like me and how I stay grounded because I have to go back to me. I go, I go to sleep with me every night. I wake up with me every day. Yeah. So I need to make sure that I'm not putting that energy that's so sacred, my 10 cookies um, into other people's jars. Facts. I love what you just said. And I especially like resonate with the idea of it being exhausting. I think I am like I'm in the process right now of it feels like reshaping my identity. And it feels like a very fragile place to be in when you finally recognize, okay, like I have interests that like I may not have realized and like, you know, just understanding yourself better. And so I've had to recognize that I'm Although I'm a very like introspective person and I value the opinions of others, I feel like I'm kind of like Mrs. Give me your two cents. Like I need to know, like I want to know, but like at the same time, I Mrs. gets frustrated when like your two cents don't align with my two cents. <laughs> when your dollars just a 50 cent. Yeah. And, and it, and it like makes me kind of spiral in a way. And I feel like for a while i was trying to control how I was perceived by others when I was like, okay, I really like, uh, when I went through that phase of being like, I really like girls that don't say shit on Instagram and are just like, they just show up pretty like twice a year, the mysterious mysterious girl. girl. And then, um, I felt like that was me showing like, ah, like I can be unbothered, like, cause they look so unbothered. But, like, that just doesn't align with, like, the person that I am. But, yeah, I was still trying to, like, control the way other people's – other people perceived me because I didn't – I felt like if I went on Instagram and I started sharing what I wanted to share, then, like, people could take that and misperceive, like, what I'm trying to actually get across. And so I say all of that to say is that I think when there's this fear, like, within us of not – of not being understood or feeling like people take our stuff out of context. It limits us from actually following through with our purpose or following through with like the highest version of ourselves. And so you have to like really break down where the ideals and thoughts of others, like again, like place value in your life. Like how how did we arrive to this point um, to kind of help you get through that and when you're finally like understanding like, okay, 
these people's opinions aren't paying my bills. These people's opinions are just like their opinion and like that's fine and healthy um, for them to have. Then I feel like you're really able to tap into that state of being unbothered. Yeah. So now with what you know, especially kind of on that cusp of like the rebrand as we love. Yeah. What would you go back and tell yourself like hindsight with what you know now? Like, is there something that you're like, ah, yeah, just if I had this little piece of tangible advice or Mm -hmm. something to help me see that bigger picture, what do you think would have really resonated? I think just understanding that everyone has like their own narrative of you and your, in their minds. And so it's not going to be up the to main you. character and everybody else's story. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. And like, that's true. But like also the idea that like you're a villain in somebody else's story, like oh! also is <laughs> true. Like at times, like you're not always going to be able to have the person that you think you are like aligned. Represented. Yeah. Represented with other people. So just like let go of that idea that it's going to line up. You know, that's deep because he, a lot of us, we struggle with being people pleasers. Yeah. And that would be the worst nightmare for people pleasers to, you know, fuck around, find out that you a villain in somebody else's story mm-hmm. would just be like a nail in the coffin. Granted, I'm not a people pleaser, nor do I know what that, but that sounds like that would be the worst thing. Yeah. Cause it's like, wait, I did all of this work to try to appease this person. And yet I'm still looked at as the villain. Like, honestly, it'd be like, fuck it. Like I'm done trying to do all of this work to appease other people. Yeah. And I'm still going to end up like when, when the one time I tell you, no, like now all of a sudden I'm a villain in your head, even mm, though I've like been there. Yeah. So which can really result. I think that then helps us see how we do protect our peace and really stay grounded. Like I think we'll have more episodes on this idea and practice of like what it really means to be grounded and like how that is truly a daily practice that we have to be going back to. Um, Because I know we're talking in our kind of like, you know, modern colloquialisms of like, you know, we're the villain and all that. But in reality, what it comes down to is that like, yeah, people genuinely tell themselves stories all day long to just get through the day. Yeah. And some of those stories have rose colored glasses, blue colored glasses that, because of the things we've experienced, we perceive the world in a different way. And we just have to be really mindful that people have that and are that shaping the world that they're seeing. And we can't control that. Yeah. The only thing that we really can control is ourselves. And sometimes we do need to go back to that so that we don't match the reaction, the reactivity that other people might have in this world and take the bait and distract us from doing the self-work that we really need to. And I think that's at the core of really what it is. Like when Drake said, know yourself, he wasn't, (laughs) he wasn't playing. And the thing is, it's like, I could come to you and be like, you're a liar, you're a liar, you're a liar. But like, you have to ask yourself, wait, am I a liar? Like, or am I an honest person? Like, and obviously it's going to differentiate like your reaction to like a random person off the street saying that versus like someone that you're close to saying that. But I think the more that we get to know ourselves and we understand what we're about and what our values are, then we'll be able to become less bothered by what other people say. But also, like, it's important to evaluate what you're making things mean in your head Mm -hmm. when certain people say certain things to you. Mm -hmm. So... For example, like if me and you are going back and forth, all right, y'all, Lexi has this thing with me where she's like, 
you love you some seafood, girl. Like you always, if you could have crab legs every single day, like you would, you would be eating some crab I've legs with some Old that. Bay seasoning. <laughs> she looks at me as like this seafood like connoisseur. Like I just can't help no. sucking the shell we'll off be, some shrimp. We'll be at a restaurant. The moment they ask like chicken or shrimp, in my head I'm like, she about to say, say shrimp. shrimp. And the thing is, I love seafood, but like the way she'd be making it od, like she makes it so od, and she's like, oh my gosh, girl, you just can't get enough of you know, seafood, but in my head, if, if I were to make that mean something like different mm-hmm. than like a playful banter back and forth, like, what are you saying? You're saying that I only like, like seafood, like my palate isn't expansive. Yeah. Like I could make that mean something completely different than what you're trying to intend. Yeah. Um, and sometimes like the intention part of what people say and how people perceive us gets lost depending on what they mean of like like what their intention is I guess of what they're saying yeah I think that's actually a really good example of like how that how that can show up on a small scale mm-hmm. and to y'all she you want to see Liv get riled up tell her she about to slurp down some king crab <laughs> uh, bro because it's like when have I ever done that <laughs> when do I ever do that but Y'all, there was this phase when I would just like be eating um, juicy crab during the pandemic because I never had juicy crab before. So like I had watched some person like a lobster mukbang once. And I was like, dang, that looks pretty good. And then I like got juicy crab maybe like three times because I can't get it often because, you know, it's so expensive. But I guess All the I one needed. time, the one time, Lexi, were you over my house when no, I got I it? Was, I had come to visit you, and then when I was leaving, you were like, "Ooh, I'm gonna get some juicy, juicy crab." <laughs> so now there's this idea that I love seafood in her head, but but I think that's really true of like, and it's funny because I think now I'm in such a place where those things roll off me so quickly, yeah, that like I don't even realize how. But I think that is the result of committing to that practice and that awareness that over time you build a resiliency and you build like a, an instinct to saying that like, oh yeah, like if somebody kind of tries to come at me and they're like, oh, you did this, that, and the other, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, mm-hmm. again, I don't like people lying on my name, but there's not a lot of things that really rile me up. And I think that's really important to keep that calm, cool, and collected sometimes because if we're not protecting that energy in that space, then it's going to get, that energy is going to get used up by somebody and something. And you just want to make sure it's to the things that'll still benefit you and your community. Yeah. It's all about living your authentic life. And again, like being rooted in the person and that not, you are. I'm not going to lie. Like I like it being a part of my personality trait. Like I think these are like the positive things that I will flex. Like I, who wants to be the reactive friend? Like mm. what? Right. What? That's a liability. Ah, yeah, like the friend that you can't tell them about themselves at all. At all. Like because they're gonna react so poor. It's like, nah, girl, like <laughs> just do the do the inner work to so you so that you're not <laughs> so that we so can do riled this. up. So then that yeah. we can do this. We can be in right relationship yeah. with each other. Yeah, and just like I think the last tip that I have is again like ask inquisitive questions when you feel like someone is perceiving you in a way that doesn't align. So like if we're using the seafood example again, I could ask you, so what does that like mean to you? You know, like someone that's always eating seafood. You just like, it's just someone that's always eating seafood. Yeah. Like you're always going to order shrimp. Right. You're always going to order shrimp. (laughs) (laughs) But like, it could be like, 
you know, depending on someone else's perspective on it, like it could be like, no, I'm actually like trying to dig at you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm actually, so you, it's important to ask those inquisitive questions so that you understand, um, rather than like being so reactive. And I'll say it's important to ask those inquisitive questions to yourself too, of why am I so bothered by this comment? Exactly. And what does this say? What is this saying about me that I don't want to represent who I am? And if that's the issue, then how am I showing up in spaces that by might be giving people that interpretation or how, you know, how do I want to adjust that to give off the exact energy that I want to receive back into this world? And I think that to me is a really important piece of the work that's necessary. So I think, yeah, keeping those questions going to other people and to yourself. And you start to realize that people really don't even know why they said it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people really just be talking to talk. Yeah. Just like kiki and kiki. And that's where it's like, you want to really be reactive off somebody who doesn't even know why they said something like, right. Again, I'm not about to ever look stressed or pressed. Yeah. Like yeah. at least not for things I don't get paid for. Exactly. So protect your peace, set those boundaries and lean into that chill. Yeah. Especially y'all during this holiday season. And there's always going to be things that are going to be pulling and tugging at you. Family members over the holidays. They're going to try you. They don't know you. They don't pay your bills. They're going to try you. They got the most to say always (laughs) without a doubt. So maybe use this time to do some self-work, do some reflections before you head into those hot button topics to those, Mm -hmm. you know, intense tense kitchens and dining rooms yeah but um i think this is gonna set us up to be really successful into the next year couldn't have said it better all right y'all well we're really excited for this episode to come out and as y'all know you can always continue the conversation with us on our socials and until next time until next time y'all peace love blessings bye y'all bye all right that wraps up our episode this week We'd really appreciate if y'all could rate us on Apple and Spotify as it really helps grow our BGF tribe and support our podcast. As always, the conversation continues on Instagram and TikTok. So connect with us there if you want to join in on all the kikis. With that said, we will see y'all next time. Rest well, folks.